Welcome to My Friends Don't Know, a podcast about news and politics. I am your host and co-host, Kapi. This is episode number five, and I wanted to start the episode off by thanking every single first responder and every single healthcare worker who are sacrificing everything to make sure that the people get the care that they deserve. If any of you don't already know, at 7 p.m. across New York City, I'm not sure if they do this anywhere else, but for New York City, at 7 p.m., people are clapping and making noise outside of the window as a sign of appreciation. I'll be honest, it's really moving, like, to hear it. I I clap for sure. Definitely clap along with them, but like hearing it and then you can hear from blocks away people cheering, banging on pots and pans. That's moving, man. I I'm definitely jacking that. So if you haven't already yet and would like to join in every single day, 7 p.m., open your window, make some noise for our heroes. Oh, and another way to show appreciation. Yup. Stay home. Inside. Stop inviting people over. It's only quarantine and chill if you do it with the people who actually live with you. And the one place you don't want to be in right now is the hospital. If y'all remember a couple episodes back, I spoke about our healthcare system being overwhelmed with corona patients. Okay, so imagine what happens if you go to the, God forbid, if you have to go to the hospital for a non-COVID health emergency. Unless it's a matter of life or death, chances are you're going to have to wait a long time to be seen. Now, I don't say that to sound ominous or pessimistic. I brought that up to... Also highlight the new temporary hospitals that we have in New York City. I don't know if temporary is the right word, but we're going to go with that. Um, thanks to the efforts of the Army Corps of Engineers, more than 1,000 beds are available at the Jacob Javits Center. The Jacob Javits Center will be used to treat COVID-19 patients and it'll be operated by the U.S. Army. However, as of last Friday, only 100 beds were filled. Now, we also have the hospital ship that's docked off of the Manhattan Pier, the USNS Comfort. That was deployed to help hospitals with non-corona patients. So it was used for things like emergency surgeries. But now, as they anticipated, patients on the ship were testing positive for the virus. So I believe this past Monday, Cuomo reached out to Trump so that Trump could designate that ship to be used to treat COVID-19 patients. Because that wasn't the plan before. It was just to alleviate with the overcrowding in the hospitals. Now... As we're seeing an increase in the amount of people getting sick, 
I wanted to go over what they recommend you should do if you feel you have any symptoms. Number one, stay home still. Unless your symptoms are life-threatening where you actually have problems breathing, call before you go anywhere. If you plan on going to the hospital, call them ahead of time. If you're going to go to your doctor or city MD, same thing, call them. Call before you leave because we don't know, one, if they'll be able to see you, and two, if they'll be able to test you. Also recommended are the teledoctor calls. Um, I know off the top of my head, Mount Sinai has an app you could download, sign up. I think it's like 25 bucks to set up an appointment with a doctor on FaceTime. Side note, um, they don't recommend this. This is just home remedies that you could do. Um, gargle with water and salt. Rinse with a separate cup of water and salt. Don't rinse and gargle with the same little cup of water. That's nasty. Hydrate. Drink wild water. And something I didn't know, brush your teeth like four or five times a day. Gum health directly affects the other part of your the other parts of your body. And it's important because despite what they're saying at these press conferences every day, it's still hard to get tested. Your best bet right now is that teledoctor and what I just mentioned. Unless your symptoms are life-threatening, like if you have problems breathing, call 911, you know what I mean? My bro has a little remedio mix that we use whenever we feel like we're getting sick with a cold or whatever. I'm going to give you the recipe. Ready? All right, boom. Honey. Apple cider vinegar, yuck. Cayenne pepper, garlic, lemon, and ginger. You can heat it up if you want. A tip is to mix it and then pour it back in the bottle of honey. Serving size is, you know, just let it rock. Like, I just, New York pause. I just squeeze it right into my mouth. I just squeezed a bottle of Remedio honey right into my mouth. So, word, those are just things that you can do because, like I said, it's tough to get tested. In fact, the Inspector General of the Department of Health and Human Services, the Inspector General released a report based off of interviews that she conducted with hospitals across the country. According to that report, it said that, quote, hospitals reported that they were unable to keep up with COVID-19 testing demands because they lacked complete kits and or the individual parts and supplies needed to complete the test. Additionally, hospitals reported frequently waiting seven days or longer for test results. It goes on to say that when patient stays were extended because they had to stay at the hospital while waiting for the test results, this strained the hospital bed availability. It strained personal protective equipment, supplies, and staffing. One hospital said millions of tests are needed 
and they only have hundreds. Now, something important to know about this report is that it's not written in the opinion of the inspector general. This was based off of information collected after interviewing 323 hospitals. Why do I mention that? Because Trump, when he was asked about the report, said that it was in her opinion. He high-key flipped out as soon as the words inspector general were mentioned because of previous investigations that led to his impeachment. Not kidding. It sounds silly, but I'm not kidding. In fact, just today, if y'all remember the $2 trillion stimulus bill that was passed recently that's going to send us, most of us, checks or direct deposit. So when Congress passed that bill, they also assigned an inspector general whose job it would be to oversee the management of the $2 trillion. Well, today, Trump just removed him and nominated the senior policy advisor at U.S. Customs and Border Protection to oversee the $2 trillion. Now, the following is not a scare tactic. This is just my personal opinion based off of what I'm seeing. I feel they're going to try and make it difficult for most of us to collect money. They already said that if you haven't processed your tax returns using direct deposit, they say they're going to have a website where you can where you can sign up and give your details for the direct deposit. Or you might be waiting at least six weeks, if not months, for your stimulus check to get here. Unemployment, the way the vibes are right now at the White House in that they seem to have a priority for the economy over the health of the people. I feel like they're going to try and mess with the unemployment system. And this isn't me trying to, you know, be on some conspiracy theory to I say that because in Florida, they're already going through these issues. For my friends down in Florida, if you're having trouble filing unemployment, I'm about to tell you why that might be. Um, there have been complaints about the site crashing, about customer service representatives not being available by phone. They're encouraging people to file for unemployment using paper applications. It's because that the system they currently have to file for unemployment benefits, it was a system designed by a Florida senator named Rick Scott. Rick Scott claimed that it was a system designed to save money. But what it was about was it was making it harder for people to get benefits or keep benefits so that the unemployment numbers were low and it would give him something to brag about politically. This is something that Republican politicians in Florida are coming out and saying. 
And this isn't new. This system started in 2013, seven years ago. Some of these politicians and elected officials, they they don't see human beings, yo. They see numbers and they see votes. I was having a conversation with some of my friends about our supermarket runs and families on WIC assistance. We were discussing healthy options and how accessible they were to our people in low-income communities. Something I wanted to share with y'all in case in case y'all either are on WIC or know somebody who uses that assistance. In New York City, if you go to this website, Grow nyc.org I'll spell it out G-R-O-W-N-Y-C dot O-R-G They have a list of farmers markets all over the city that accept WIC So please please help get that information out there to those who could benefit from it But please stay safe Stay hydrated. Stay home. Stay home. And if you remember, 7 p.m., make some noise outside your windows for our heroes. You are appreciated. Worth the Tupac. Y'all really the heroes. Y'all really, really, really are the heroes. To my friends that don't know, I hope this helped keep you informed. To my friends that do know, check me, man. Maybe I misspoke. I am your host and co-host, Gopi. Thank you for tuning in. I'll see y'all next week.